Hey, y'all, this is Trent Knox with Austin Live and Local Podcast. This is live from the ATX, Season 2, Episode 12, with the partner. Sorry, we can't hear what you're saying. Sorry? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, I accidentally muted my mic. Oh, I see. Um, we got Briggs Mitchell and Will Krause in the house. You guys want to say hello? Hi, hello. Hello, Trent. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. How about yourself? Awesome. Uh, so I, I, I definitely came across the Waterloo Festival while I was browsing Facebook events, and uh, I definitely was started got in, getting interested in seeing that it was a uh, new festival coming to Austin, and that it was going to be in, uh, kind of supporting the jam session bands, um, and I guess definitely the headliner, uh, String T- Cheese Theory, uh, was a a enticing thing for me because I uh, lived in Colorado Springs from quite some time and I was able to kind of see them at the Red Rocks one time and uh, kind of tell me how did this idea come to fruition? So, I mean, I would say, you know, me and Will started working on events and, and throwing parties and concerts and, you know, small scale festivals back in uh, probably 2010-ish. Um, so we've been doing it quite a while and, you know, before that and, and, and recently and, and up to present day, we've always been huge string cheese incident fans. Um, so, you know, this is how it started. I would say kind of has its roots back in those days. Um, but, you know, starting then we kind of, you know, started a company and started, um, you know, putting together, you know, more and more, uh, you know, and larger and larger events. Um, so, you know, this is the culmination of, of really years of work, um, and, and passion, I would say for the, for the crap, for the arts itself and for, uh, these particular musicians, um, you know, we have seen ourselves as part of the community for a long time. And we think that there's a, um, you know, a disconnect between what people in, what people in Austin and what we personally want to see out of, out of some of these events and, and, you know, what we like to get out of festivals and concerts and what's been offered here, you know, recently or, or, or really ever um, in the central Texas and, and Texas at large. So, you know, we couldn't be more proud to host um, this event. It really, you know, it's, it's kind of a dream come true for us to be able to bring together our business and something we've been passionate about for a long time. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the acts that's actually on the bill uh, kind of was in the roots of Briggs and I oh, yeah. starting our company, and that act's called Montu. So we kind of were able to meet a couple of these jam bands through managing that act whenever we started our company. So it's really cool to uh, have all of this come circle because, like Briggs said, we're first and foremost fans of this music. Yeah, and I I saw some from both of you guys' history. You guys had something to do with uh, with the Finding Euphoria and Euphoria Festival. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, our company were production partners um, and investors in that festival uh, for many years now. So you guys have like a long um, resume of of experience in the industry and putting on uh, festivals of this size. And uh, I was just you know really 
kind of impressed by that and that that's a that's a way different genre but it's going to provide a lot of the production value for these jam bands that they may or may not have had before yeah for sure i think that you know it speaks to um you know it speaks to what people want to experience out of out of these kind of events um you know what we've always tried to do um you know at times more successfully than others is bring together like-minded people and people that are you know truly passionate about the music on a level that goes beyond um you know a casual a casual relationship with with it i think that will would agree with me that um you know all of the events that we've done including euphoria festival um, and certainly including waterloo festival today you know we try and engage um with artists and with fans that are that you know really kind of take it to another level um, as far as following a band, really being passionate about the music um, and really kind of going past the surface layer of what's the newest thing and what's, what's, uh, you know, what's trending on, on, on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, um, I appreciate that. And, you know, we've always, we've always worked really hard to, to try and create those experiences. Yeah, and so um, from from what I'm getting from this, it's going to be kind of a uh, an opportunity for people to go out there, camp, and experience being uh, around a lot of different type of musicians and whatnot. Uh, what is the like? What is the ideal experience that a, a person is going to get from coming to the festival? So here's the great thing, and you know this is this is the reason why we we really love Carson Creek Ranch. Um, Aside from being where, where we're hosting the festival, um, it's a it's a ranch that's right by the airport, uh, about 15 minutes from downtown, right on the banks of the Colorado River. Beautiful oak trees and you know large grass areas. Really makes for a great festival. But to your to your question, um, the ideal experience is whatever you want to get out of it. You know, unlike a lot of festivals that <clears throat> are similar to this, where you can you can come and camp with us for 72 hours. But unlike those festivals, um, you know, or many of them, we are also in, in such close proximity to town that, you know, we understand that it's not for everyone. And some people want to come and, you know, enjoy the comforts of a hotel or an Airbnb or their own home um, and come out and party with us all day, all night even. <laughs> and, um, you know, choose which experience they really want to um, enjoy. So I, I would say it's in the eye of the beholder. Um, you know, I think when I was younger, I liked camping more than I like it now. I'll still be out there and I'll still, I'll still do it. But I think, that, you know, at a certain point, people want different things out of that experience. And so, you know, for us, it's just the perfect place where people can make up their mind and um, come in, come and enjoy the festival, no matter what their accommodations they prefer. Yeah. Uh, providing a lot of different type of amenities and you know the city of austin does that well and having the ability to do something on a carson creek ranch out here and let me uh let my listeners know this is the the waterloo festival and it's going to be happening seven uh the september 7th through 9th uh at the carson creek ranch uh, we're talking with mitchell and will kraus uh about what's going on here uh Tell us about like your your uh, the roots to Austin and what what brought you guys here or if you guys were born here what's what's the route to Austin? 
So we we actually both grew up in Amarillo, Texas, um, and we, as a matter of fact, grew up down the street from each other. So the nature of, of that relationship goes, all, all, you know, as far back as I can remember. Um, in working in the music industry, mostly our first exposure to um, at least doing things in a commercial way here were through South by Southwest some, you know, 10 years ago or so. And over time, we continued to look at opportunities in Central Texas and in Austin, um, you know, in, in, in many ways for obvious reasons. Um, the, you know, the music scene being such a rich, um, you know, having such a rich history and such a well-established, a well-established reputation, we always wanted to be in Austin. So, you know, through that, we kind of kept looking at opportunities to be involved. We um, got more materially um, and commercially involved with the Euphoria Festival back in 2012 or 13. And at that time, it kind of went, you know, from uh, being being a company that we could do part-time to being something that, you know, we really wanted to take steps to look at on a full-time, really focused, focused basis. So Will moved out here in 2014. 14, yeah, 2014. 14 to open our office and um, overlook all of the projects that we had going on, um, the different events and concerts and the the music festival that was that was growing um and from there we've really you know found it to be a home um, we really really love it um you know waterloo and and you know our partners we have other partners in waterloo that are that have been more established here and been here for longer and operate a few of the um concert venues around town namely Empire Control Room and the Parish, to name a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we, you know, we really kind of wanted to dig in our roots here um, and really try and, you know, in its principle, try and um, establish a festival that has, I think, I think more authenticity and more, uh, uh, and, 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 and engage with fans and artists in a more genuine way mm-hmm. than, you know, some of the other festivals that um, are around here. And that's not to say that there's not very engaging in, a, in an awesome culture of festivals here in Austin. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just like, you know, our name Waterloo is a reference to, you know, the what Austin was before it was Austin. So it kind of beckons back to the traditional values of Austin and the traditions of Austin. And we think central to that idea mm-hmm. is, you know, Creativity, certainly, um, you know, music. <laughs> um, so, you know, arts and kind of, you know, keeping it keeping it weird for lack of a you know for lack of a better term. We think that there's yeah. still, you know, as the, as as rich as the culture is here, we still see a huge amount of of opportunity to um, create experiences and and curate. Artistic and creative um, events. We just love it here. 
Yeah, you, you brought up a lot of things there. and I mean... Uh, All right, I'm, a, I'm a bit winded. I'm a bit long-winded sometimes, Trent. No, 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 no. I, that's that's good. I, I You sound like a hard couple of hard-working entrepreneurial spirits. You know, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get out here and do my thing and do the entrepreneurial spirit and provide Austin back as much as I have, I've, I've taken from it. And I think that's an important thing that you... Oh, I love it. I, I think that, yeah, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of dialogue that's left to that, that still has yet to be had mm-hmm. about um you know how the arts and, and creative professionals um are interacting with this city and interacting with this economy because um, it, it really is a fantastic place to be and there's so many people doing such interesting things um, mm-hmm. i just love i just love um your efforts of getting the word out there about some of the cool stuff that's going on. Yeah, it's a bit difficult in, in different ways, but I mean, uh, thanks to Austin Chronicle for doing a big expose on you guys and uh, putting a lot of the information together uh, in general for people to look at. If they haven't read that article, that's a good resource to figure out what these guys got going on and what they're what they're looking forward to do. I mean, looking into your into your, to what you guys got going, on, you're collaborating on it with the par- the parish and another production company uh, out of Houston, uh, Stephen and Scott. We're both a portion of this Waterloo Festival. Uh, what are some of the, uh, I guess, some of the Austin acts that are going to be performing at this uh, this event? Uh, well, first off, you know, with it with it being Waterloo, we like to place a heavy emphasis on the local acts of Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the more acts that we're pretty excited about is Los Coast, which I don't know if any of the audience is familiar. They just played... Blues on the Green. Um, so, you know, we also have Kalu in the Electric Joint, um, which is really exciting. And then, of course, the top tier, the String Cheese Incident. And then one of the unique things is we are having a couple members of Dead End Company uh, play the festival, O'Teal and Friends, um, which will have members of the Dead, Jeff Committee. Yeah, and, and, and also locally, Something, something we're really excited about is, uh, is kind of a collaboration that we put together um, with my partner. You mentioned um, he is the owner, well, co-owner and proprietor of uh, the parish where we have our weekly party on Wednesdays, Waterloo Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Um, lost my train of thought a little bit, but oh yeah. So yeah. it's called the Austin Groove Project. Mm, okay. Yeah, and it's featuring Alessa Lani, D Madness, Jackie Vincent, uh, John D, the Peterson Brothers, and Tamika Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, all local acts that we feel um, really kind of live in the spirit of, of what we're trying to do. Um, you know, I, I think that over time, um, you know, we want to really establish ourselves as somewhere that local musicians, especially, but also, you know, Bands all over the country really look forward to playing um, and look forward to engaging with their audience. There's there's two kind of there's also there's a lot of special experiences, but there's two unique acts um, that are the things that are kind of taking place. Joe Russo's Almost Dead. This will be their very first Texas play, and uh, they're they're kind of gaining a lot of speed in that scene. And there's a lot of people that are excited to see them. And then another unique thing we have happening is the Easy Star All-Stars are going to perform 
their album Dub Side of the Moon, which is their uh, rendition of Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. So uh, really excited for those unique experiences as well. So from from the jam band uh, community, what can we expect sonically? Are we going to hear some electronic stuff, some acoustic stuff, some uh, vocalists, or what? What are we going to expect? Because some of us, some of my uh, viewers, listeners, haven't experienced jam bands before. What is that like? So to kind of take a step back and kind of explain where where jam comes from. Um, first of all, everything <laughs> you're going to hear just a little bit of everything and. Um, you know, fans of the Strange Cheese Incident, or if you're interested um, in listening, um, you, you'd hear that, you know, they're kind of relentless in folding in different genres into their sound and, um, you know, taking that and, and creating something that, you know, sometimes lives within a genre and sometimes kind of blurs the line between them. That's kind of what makes um, a jam band a jam band in a way. Um, you know, a lot of times, being a jam band means, um, you know, a heavily improvisational style where, you know, on, on stage, um, and, you know, and rehearsed, they intentionally take music in a number of different directions and try and do something on stage that they've never done before. And oftentimes, um, you know, they will never play the same set twice, um, and never repeat songs in the same you know for, you know for them coming for three nights to play here you won't hear the same song um, twice and you in fact would never hear the same show twice um, so that's kind of something that makes jam band special and it's kind of ingrained in the musical culture of what of what makes a jam band so you know I, the string cheese incident really draws you know more of their flavor from folk bluegrass, you know, lightly country, um, certainly rock and roll, you know, but everywhere from salsa to dubstep mm-hmm. to, you know, it, it's really incredible that the way that they bring in different different genres. I would say of all of them, they're one of the more relentless in, like I said, you know, bringing in a huge range of genres, like literally from bluegrass to dubstep into their music. Um, Joe Russo's Almost Dead and O'Teal and Friends um, are both largely tributes to The Grateful Dead mm-hmm. and The Grateful Dead's music. The Grateful Dead would, you know, is, is the jam band of all jam bands. So a lot of the lineage of, of this music and a lot of the traditions and different directions that the, this particular corner of, of musical and, and performance art um, stems from, you know, the Grateful Dead and later Fish and, and other bands that are similar. So when we say jam bands, that's, you know, that's the heritage that we're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, but in, in all, we don't really consider ourselves just a jam band festival. You know, mm-hmm. going back to, going back to what we were talking about earlier, we really feel like there's a really strong and rich dialogue between the culture and art and music of, of Austin and that people here love, be that blues, rock, um, jam bands, um, funk, soul, you know, everything that, you know, Cliff Anton and so many others in the past have, have developed here. Mm-hmm. And with the, you know, with, with 
the the jam scene that kind of you know is a you know a culture in and of itself um we think that there's a huge amount of connection there and we you know that's what we really want to we really want to you know try and put ourselves in the middle of that conversation so to speak um so you know bringing in you know to go back to your question about about local acts bringing in people like you know Lowe's coast and cool in the electric joint sour bridges um sarah grace and the soul mama festa um you know there's there's a huge amount of, of cultural representation from austin that we were so honored and and pleased to to perpetuate as well as i think you know itching the itching the scratch so to speak that a lot of people us included certainly feel in central texas and austin that um, is kind of been left unanswered. Um, we think, you know, we really want to capitalize on, on, on really, you know, diving deep in, in both of those areas and, and creating something truly authentic um, that adds to that adds to the culture of Austin instead of, you know, pulling it one direction or the other. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Agree with that. Um, it's the the festival that we've been having in the in the area have uh been built on a lot of the the traveling acts uh, such as these acl and south by southwest now and, and um not much well south by southwest started with the emphasis on local artists i think that continuing that emphasis is a good thing and and being and giving local acts the 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 opportunity to really put themselves on a big stage and with a jam band session like this, well, I had uh, the privilege of being, you know, in Colorado and there being close to the string cheese theory being the num probably the number one jam band in the U S um, I got to experience, you know, other jam band sessions through conservatories and whatnot that are in the area. And you, you don't necessarily see that as much in the Austin area. Uh, but I think that it's definitely something that has a room to grow as far as like a collective of artists that perform, you know, certain venues like ACL Live or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, comparing it, it's going, being a unique experience outdoors, what was that kind of your reference? I mean, that is one of the things. I mean, it's, it is a little bit of a new, unique reference, but I think it's also a, a, a stepping stone to adding more opportunity. No question. I think, you know, we want to we wanna make a platform that has a two-way dialogue. One, bringing national acts that aren't, um, you know, that we want to expose to Austin <laughs> and, yeah. bringing on, and bringing, you know, providing a platform and creating a platform that perpetuates Austin's culture as well in the artists that, that are thriving here. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's, it's perfect for that because we can give bands a stage to get exposure to, to, you know, hopefully an audience that might not necessarily have seen them just by virtue of them coming from all over the country to join you know, today we've sold tickets in 42 out of the 50 states, and I would expect that by the time the festival's here that people would be from nearly every state represented. So, you know, it, 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 we're, we're super proud that we can, you know, kind of 
create that platform in that in that uh, stage for you know you know Austin artists to to get exposure and perpetuate their craft. Are there going to be any international acts uh, on the on the list? I don't believe so. I don't believe any that are. I know that there are uh, international musicians mm-hmm. um, that are performing, but as far as as bands completely based outside of the United States, I don't. I don't believe we do. And that didn't occur to me until you asked me that, Trent. <laughs> and you yeah, for no. In Euphoria, we would have bands from, you know, five, six, ten countries. Yeah, that's why I was. That was kind of what the direction I was thinking. I was thinking that with yeah. the, with that kind of experience, I I would imagine like uh, there would be a high uh, number of international acts that be inquiring about performing at this event. And I was kind of thinking about like what what are your international numbers if if people are going to be if you're going to see any international people coming over to see the see these jam bands play. Of course. The internet has blown up all sorts of acts from, you know, traditionally produced bands to jam bands. Yeah, right now, I know that we have we have fans that have bought tickets in Mexico, Canada, and the UK. Mm, okay. Um, so I know we will have some. It's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to gauge. Um, you know, a lot of times people buy tickets in batch, so it's hard to say exactly where everyone's from, but... Yeah. Based on our on our data today, yeah, um, 42, 42 states and three countries so far. So you know, that's awesome. It's it's really kind of gained steam and got some attention on a on a pretty broad basis that we're that we're really happy about. So I want to go back and I want to ask a question. What what can you expect from this uh, this festival outside of the music? And uh, is there going to be additional entertainment? maybe a painting or some sort of like food trucks or what's going on? Oh yeah. So we've got everything. I mean, we've got, Oh boy, we've got, you know, we're, we're in talks with um, a couple people excited to bring a hundred foot slip and slide. We've got live painting, um, you know, artistic performances, um, you know, that range everywhere from gosh, you know, kind of acrobatic type things to fire, you know, pyrotechnic art, artistic expression to, you know, gosh, all kinds of stuff on kind of the performance side. Um, We have yoga and workshops that we're going to have during the day. We've got a late night silent disco um, that we're really excited and we're putting together right now um, that'll kind of, you know, bring out, bring out kind of the the late night crowd, so to speak. you know, you've got you've got a seventy-two hour camping experience that everyone can enjoy. Um, we've got you know a bunch of great food vendors and um, you know craft and retail vendors that we're really excited about. Um, we have a few nonprofits that we're that we're working with that are going to activate on site, and people will be able to um, engage with them. Um, so really, you know, we have we have a ton of stuff going on. Um, outside of, you know, what's happening on stage. Um, we've got, you know, some amazing um, concessions partners. And, you know, for those of us who drink, you know, we're going to have some great craft beers, some great cocktails on the menu, um, tons of good food, you know, happy hours, and, you know, some surprises that I'll keep up my sleeve. 
about how many vendors do you expect to coming in are and also are you still accepting vendors applications we are so if anybody's listening that wants to apply um, you can apply at vendors at waterloofest.com or go on the portal on our website and find all the forms that you need there um, today we are nearly finished with um, subscribing so to speak um, our different vendor spots we're going to have you know probably two dozen um, food and craft vendors um, from food trucks to uh, different tents to you know sweets and beverages and, and all kinds of stuff so you know there's there's definitely a lot um, there's definitely going to be a lot offered there awesome all right, guys, I, I appreciate you guys coming on to the show. Uh, I want to shout you guys out. This is Waterloo's Festival, uh, Briggs Mitchell and Will Krause. Um, they're great guys. I think they're going to put on an amazing show. The festival is going to be at Carson Creek Ranch on September 7th through 9th. And uh, I didn't ask you about ticket prices. What are ticket prices? Uh, currently, sorry, I, I have a few different notes in front of me. Um, let me pull up so I'm going off the most recent information. We have single day passes and three day passes available and also VIP packages and then also glamping packages, which you can come to the side, your tins pre pre-made, you have your bedding set up already. So there's there's quite a few different ticket packages we have. Yeah, so single day, um, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday are, are $69. Mm-hmm. Uh, a three day GA pass is $179. And VIP is $130 for single days and $349 for three days. And camping packages are available for an additional $89 on top of those prices. Awesome. Um, yeah. So and that and that goes uh, all weekend long. Um, and we also offer car camping for those that want to bring their car and have their car near them. Um, for convenience, so we have that available too. It's awesome. We also, we also, you know, on top of that, we have, you know, for people that want to stay on site but want a little more comfortable experience, mm-hmm. uh, we have glamping packages that are really competitive with a lot of the hotels um, in the area. Um, with those, you get either you know two cots, four cots, or a queen um, and air conditioning. <laughs> For you know, importantly, for people that, that that enjoy that, and those are available for as cheap as one hundred one hundred and forty nine dollars per person. Oh, wow! Um, or actually, actually less if you have four people. Um, you know, more like um, more like one hundred and twenty dollars. Nice. So you know, trying to you know, and those are for three days. So we're trying to be as competitive as we can with you know, hotels, and we think that those are really, really great offerings for people that do want to stay on site. And people that want to bring their RV, we have RV spots um, with and without electrical hookups. So really any way, any way you want to come, any way you want to enjoy the festival, we are, we are ready to accommodate that and, and, you know, get you accommodated and, and, and have a party. Very nice. Something that uh, came up when you're talking about that is, uh, what about water uh, across the festival? Is there going to be a lot of water fill-up stations, and uh, is there any electrical um, being ran, or what, what? What can we expect as an as a um, as a festival attendee as far as that goes? Yeah, so there will be 
complimentary water all over the festival and campsites. Uh, obviously, our number one priority is making sure people are enjoying themselves and, and keeping hydrated and, and, you know, staying safe. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Water's available everywhere um, for free. Um, other beverages available for sale. Um, there, you know, we, we, we basically make it so that there's no reason why anybody shouldn't be staying hydrated and safe. Awesome. And what's the, what's the website? So the website link so that they can go purchase tech tickets. Sure. Waterloofest.com. Awesome. And then, um, do you guys have anything you want to say or mention before, uh, we cut, we in this podcast? No, uh, we really appreciate you having us on Trent. We're really excited to, you know, be a part of the Austin community and, and, and host this festival. We couldn't be, um, more proud of, of, you know, our, our, um, our team. Um, we, I'd love to give a shout out to, you know, everyone that's working on this project. It really takes an army to put this together. Um, you know, my other partners and their companies um, really put together um, giant efforts, um, as well as some of the people that work alongside us. It really, uh, it's really, you know, humbling to have a group of people working towards, um, you know, a common goal, especially when, you know, it's something we're all so passionate about. So, you know, we feel really lucky and, and really honored to be able to host um, this kind of event, and especially in a city that's been as good to us and, that we that we have such a love for like Austin. So um, we really appreciate you having us on the show. Um, and I hope you come out and join us. Right. And we want to encourage all the listeners to definitely, if you're not familiar with artists on the lineup, to take some time on Spotify. We have a Waterloo radio playlist. Also just check them out. There's a ton of really, really great music that's that's open for everyone. And uh, again we appreciate you having us on. It means a lot. Yeah. It sounds like you're going to make an amazing footprint towards uh, building the Austin community festivals and what, what's been going on. And I think it's going to be a good addition to the festival options to go to also uh, on the, on the way out. Can you guys give us the social media profiles that they can follow you guys on? Sure. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I think Snapchat, yeah, it's all Waterloo Fest. Yeah, Waterloo Fest is our handle on all of those, I believe. Awesome, uh, guys. Spotify, um, as, as Will mentioned. Um, and after the fest, we have a lot of really great footage um, from a live stream that we're going to do. Um, we'll, have a, we'll have a YouTube channel and some other channels as well to, to engage. So stay tuned. We're just getting warmed up. Awesome. I really appreciate you all coming onto the show and uh, providing this uh, good information for the festival. And I look forward to what's going on. I definitely going to be attending. And um, I, I want to say thank you you guys for putting all this other stuff together for the city of Austin. And uh, I look forward to speaking to y'all in person and meeting you guys officially. Uh, but thank you. Take it easy. And Trent, keep up the hard work. Love the show. Let's talk soon. Bye.